Welcome to this week's message. I'm Malcolm Baxter, Senior Pastor of Heart Church, and I'm so glad you're here. Whether you've been coming for years or it's your first time on the podcast, we hope this inspires you. What a joy to be here and have the opportunity to share with you um, this morning, Vision Sunday 2023. You know, I, I just want to say that um, it is our blessing that we have this level of uh, creativity. Uh, and, and I know that we can um, get used to it because it is part of our story, but it's not everybody's story. And uh, there are lots of people in a room back there who are serving and sacrificing and not in here. And uh, I, I just want to, and there are people doing a fantastic job uh, in Adventure Kids. I wonder if you'd just put your hands together and thank God for an incredible team here at this church. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing and incredibly grateful. Vision Sunday is our um, annual opportunity to re-engage with who we are as, as Heart Church. And uh, we also take um, a, an opportunity to uh, have a little look um, over what has happened during the last years, just a, a little bit of a taster. Um, and it just helps us understand together how we're moving forward. So, you know, I'm delighted to share. Um, over this last year, we've seen 236 people attend Heart Church courses. We've seen 193 people join the Heart Church family. We've seen 233 people attend YA Hangs. 164 volunteers signed up for Heart Nottingham events. And uh, we've impacted over 250 families with varying projects from gifts of hampers, picnic and sports day, garden makeovers, providing lunch at Emmanuel House, which is one of our five outreach partners. You also gave four and a half thousand pounds to Emmanuel House uh, Winter Night Shelter. And we gave, yes, that's good. We gave 500 toys away to children who attended our Christmas Spectacular. Listen to this, I love it. Heart, heart Worship have had their songs listened to 785,000 times across all streaming platforms. I absolutely love that new song this morning. That's really good. I felt there was something on that song. It was a bit, you know, because it's brand new to us. We couldn't quite get into it as well this morning, but there's something on that song. I feel that that is, is gonna be one of our anthems and I love it because it's a celebration song as well. I love our worship songs, but we also need some celebration songs. So that was, that was really on point. We've had 32 baptisms this year. We finally brought women into eldership and we had 300 responses to the gospel. Let's, yeah, let's give thanks to the Lord for his goodness. We give him thanks. So much of what, who, uh, what we are is, is based around um, some verses from Isaiah 61 from which we get, get and some of you have been on uh, growth track or have been around for a while will 
hearers talk about the ABC of wow. And the reason we describe it is that, as that is because we want even little children to get what we're about. And the, uh, the ABC is about anointing, beauty, and creativity. And the wow is about the display of God's, God's splendor. And if you uh, are new or haven't engaged with it for a while, we, I've still got um, a hard copy of our vision booklet, but um, I know they're getting now in short supply. But it is available on the website if you want to go and, and, and take a look at it there. So... It's an opportunity to re-engage with that. This is who and what we're about. But it's also, uh, uh, today is an opportunity to, to just look at our direction of travel over the next 12 months through to March 2024. You know, I think we're all aware that over the last decade, um, the world has changed dramatically. And the church across the world has been deeply impacted both by the pandemic um, and the shifts in society at large. But I just want to remind us in all the change that God has not changed. He is the same yesterday, today and forever. I'm probably um, uh, giving away my age a little bit, talking about this version of the Scriptures. Um, it was probably, when I was young, the only modern version of the Scriptures that was available, which is it's more a paraphrase, actually, but the, the J.B. Phillips version. Who's heard of the J.B. Phillips version of the Bible? About three of you. That's awesome. Um, but I just... have. I've held on to this verse for years because I just love what it says. It's from Romans 12, the first couple of verses. And it simply says this, don't let the world around you squeeze you into its mold, but let God remold your minds from within. Let me read that again. Don't let the world around you squeeze you into its mold, but let God remold your minds from within. And I love that because I think it's very relevant for where we are. I think there's a lot of stuff around us that's trying to squeeze. The world is trying to squeeze us into its mold. But it points us to the reality that the work of the Spirit is from within. That God shapes us from within. He he, he molds our minds from within. And so I, I, I just want to take an opportunity on Vision Sunday to um, remind us that we're not here to dilute the Word of God down to fit into the world's standards. I, I think that it's just good every now and again to say some things like it is because there's just a lot of voices. We're surrounded by a lot of verse or voices. And if you are on social media, you really are surrounded by a lot of voices. And in all the voices, it's easy to lose your way. But we're not here to dilute down 
to fit in with what the world says is, is right. Um, we have to be, in my opinion, comfortable with the fact that the gospel does not submit to the world's wisdom. Jesus gets up close and personal, instructing us how to live and how to think. And that's, and that's the reality of it. He, he changes us from the inside out. And I want to assure you and affirm to you that we will always be a church where everyone is welcome as they embark on a journey of transformation through relationship with Jesus Christ, who is Saviour and Lord. And I, I think it's important to say it like that because it's very easy to say everyone's welcome. And of course, everyone's welcome. But everyone's welcome to embark on a journey of change with Jesus because otherwise we're being deceptive. Hey, come in, everyone's welcome, but you're going to hit a wall soon where maybe behavior has to change because you cannot say that you're a follower of Jesus and live however you want to. Well, you can try, but you're not going to succeed. That's the reality. And um, so we acknowledge that Jesus does get up um, close and he does, get, he does get very personal, but it's always for our better. It's always because God loves us. And, and I really can get frustrated with the way sometimes we can be represented uh, as a community. Uh, I'm not just talking now about us, this house. I'm talking about the church. It, it gets represented in, in, in a certain way. And uh, there is no room for us to operate from a position of hate. Our, our uh, rule of thumb is, is the love of God. And, uh, and we believe also that as we lead with love, we believe in God's plan for human flourishing. I'll talk a bit about that in a moment. You see, Vision Sunday is not just about a vision for this house. It's a vision for your house. And that's important for me that you understand that because our passion is to build people and help them walk according to the Spirit and according to the Scriptures because we believe that this is how human beings flourish. And we are very concerned with equipping you for your Monday to Saturday life. Because the reality is that that's where you live most of your time. And we, if you're not succeeding there, honestly, it doesn't really matter how great our Sundays go. It's not just about getting together for a nice little sing-song, a nice little motivational message and, uh, and then we just crack on and live how we want to. That is not what Christianity is. And we do you a disservice if we allow any of you to think like that. We're here to build people and we're here to build 
community, and we're here to equip you as best as we are able to live according to God's plan. The greatness of the church, and I'm not just talking about this one, the greatness of the church is not determined by our Sunday experience alone, but the kind of lives that we live when we're not here. And we believe that we want, and we want to equip you to live those lives when you are not here in, in, as it were, inverted commas, the real world. So I, um, I feel that um, the Lord has laid three words um, on, my, um, uh, on my heart uh, this year, um, which are, they're just going to be words that help point us in a general direction of what is our emphasis for this year. You know, everything is important. It's just that you, we can't do everything all at the same time. And so this is what I feel is just our emphasis. And the three words uh, quite simply are go, so grow. This is, this is what I felt the Lord um, lay on my heart. They are distinct, but they kind of also bleed into each other. So don't get too wrapped up in them, in, 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 in them being sectioned off. And I will touch them, I'll touch on them today and I will touch on them uh, again next week, just to unpack them a little bit more. Matthew, Matthew 28, um, verses 18 to 19, under the banner of Go, says, And Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And I think that um, this for me is a reminder that we are a people on a mission. I think that we, we can sometimes, and, and, and you'll hear in a moment that I'm for this, that, you know, church is a place where I get my needs met. And yes, 100%. We always want this a place to um, be, we want it to be a place where you get your needs met. But we are, we are, we are not, um, we're not a, a hospice. We're a hospital, if you like. We, um, we uh, come here to get better and strong. I'm just pausing because I just want to pause and pray. We've got two young ladies in hospital at the moment. Jesse April is, is battling uh, meningitis and uh, Zoe, little Zoe, is in, in hospital, um, the daughter of Lillian Sadu. And I just want to, just prompted me with mention of hospital, I just want to bring them before the Lord. Will you agree with me in prayer about that? Father, we just want to bring these precious people to you right now. We thank you for medical care. We thank you that all that that expertise brings. And we pray that you will give the doctors wisdom and the nursing staff wisdom. But God, in the name of Jesus, we pray that through and by the power of your spirit, as we, the body of Christ, join together in prayer in this moment, we believe that you are a healing God. And we want to believe that through and by the spirit, you, you will go in healing power 
two, those two, that child, uh, uh, Zoe, and to, and to Jesse, in the name of Jesus. God, by the power of your spirit, Lord, do something that the drugs cannot do. Do something that, they, that they, the, the supportive care cannot do. Through and by the power of the spirit of God. Father, we pray our prayers expectant that there's going to be change. We pray our prayers expectant that there's going to be a shift. We pray our prayers believing that God, as we add our prayers to the prayers that have already been prayed, that we believe that these two precious souls will be healed in Jesus' name and to the glory of God. Amen. Amen. So we want people to get strong, but it's an important thing to remember that as followers of Jesus Christ, every one of us is on a mission. We're not meant to be people who stay perpetually, as it were, in need. We are to grow and we're to get strong. And, and we have, we have a, a role to play in seeing the spread of the gospel, not, not because we're perfect, but because Jesus is. Yeah. And, the, and, and the impact that he has had on our, on our lives we're not just here to receive, we're here to, we're here to give and we're here to go. We are called to be sent ones. Yes. Our light is meant to shine. We're not to hide our light. And I, I, I just want to say, I believe we need to rediscover our confidence. We need to rediscover our confidence. I think that... We need the wisdom of God. We need to be wise as serpents and gentle as doves. We need to tread carefully in the world which we live, but we must not be silenced. You hear what I'm saying? We tread carefully, we tread gently, and we tread with wisdom, but we must not be silenced because we don't just speak our truth. We speak the truth because the truth is a person, not just a concept. And his name is Jesus. Jesus isn't just a way. He is the way, the truth and the life. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And we need to rediscover our confidence that God is an enabler. He will empower us and He will enable us. But you know something? I have found over the years that my confidence in Him is directly linked to my proximity to Him. I know He's close to me because He promised He was going to be close to me. He's always going to be close to you. That's his promise. But I also need to be close to him. And when I'm close to him, everything everything works better. Do you agree? I mean, some of you get that with your Wi-Fi router. When you're closer to your Wi-Fi router, things just work better. When you're in that dead spot in your house, when you're a long way away, things just don't work. It's frustrating. And, you see, and, and in order to get things to work better, you get closer. Well, I'm just 
gently suggesting, if we can work that out with the Wi-Fi router, we can definitely work it out with God, that things work better when we're closer. Because last time I checked, he was better than the Wi-Fi router. And you see, discipleship, discipleship is helping us to live close to God in such a way that our lives work better. Discipleship helps us to go, doing the right thing in the right way. And I do think, you know, I've said this in, in, in settings kind of more privately, but I think that for me, and I'm going to share, I'm going to share it with you, in that we, I, in at this season of life, in this season in history, we are surrounded by more words than probably have ever been heard in history. The access to words. There's words everywhere. And some, somehow I think that just the stuff we say can get lost in the tsunami of words that's out there. And I do, and I do believe, therefore, that what we represent has to be more than just words. You know, Paul said, I didn't come to you with wise and persuasive words. I came to you with a demonstration of the Spirit's power. And I believe that the power of love is, a, in, a, 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 is available to all because Jesus is available to all. And I do think that some of our power is going to be recognised in our actions, not just our words. At the very least, our actions should back up our words. Otherwise, we're just speaking words that are really going to have very little impact at all. So we believe, as I say, in, in developing people. We, we, we run an alpha course because we believe introducing people to Jesus is where human flourishing begins. It's a safe space to ask questions, to go on, your, on a journey of faith at your own pace, in your own way. It's a great place to bring someone who you are maybe in conversation with uh, on, on their journey of faith. We run freedom in Christ to give the Spirit of God access to the pain and mistakes of your past so that they don't trip you up in the future. And I'll be honest, I want to I wanna recommend it to you. If you're here and you have come to Jesus and you may have actually come to Jesus a long time ago and never done freedom in Christ. This is not just for new Christians. We, we have several people who do it more than once. And I commend it to you because some of us are lumping around baggage that we don't need to be lumping around. Some of us are carrying... We're battling stuff that Jesus never intended us to battle. And it's part of our freedom. It's called freedom in Christ for a reason. Because in Christ, there is freedom. He who the Son sets free is free indeed. And some of us are trying to struggle alone and fight alone with things that Jesus can set you free from. That sounds great to me. We run the pre-marriage course. Why? Because we want your marriage to have the best possible chance of succeeding. Because believe it or not, marriage is more than a wedding. 
and it's going to be a great time of the wedding, and we're going to have these flowers. I'm going to wear that. The bridesmaids are going to be there. Everyone's going to look lovely, and it's going to be fun. We're going to hear on a honeymoon. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, there you are in your heart-shaped tea lights <laughs> on the beach saying, we did it, we got engaged. Oh, my God, it's awesome. Awesome. But it takes more than a tea light to make a marriage. You can write that down. That is one to take away. And yet, let me tell you something. We have some people who wouldn't even think about uh, going on the marriage course because, you know, oh my God, I don't want anyone to think that we're having trouble in our marriage. Even if you are, you'd rather hide the truth rather than do something about it. That's a bit like saying, well, I'm not going to go to the hospital in case anyone thinks I'm sick. <laughs> Why would you do that? Some of you, some of you take more care of your cars than you do of your marriage. <laughs> wow, I didn't expect that to drop quite as hard. <laughs> But no, no, it has. I just feel I want to stay here a little bit. You know, they, you, you, you empty your car, you know, if, if, if you've got a car of that age or whatever, and, and you understand that that's got to be part of the deal because that's what it takes to run a healthy car. Well, you know, it takes stuff to run a healthy marriage. Even the best marriages, even the best marriages. So, um, you know, we've got Marriage Prepare and Rich, which is there, it's there for you. Um, before you get married, it's there for you as you're married and, and, and to help you succeed. Why? Because life is tough. Because this road is not a sprint, it's a marathon. And why would you not want to equip yourself to succeed? Because you having a great marriage isn't just about you, it's about your kids. It's about the next generation, it's about the, what you're modelling to them. I thought, oh, now I've got to move on because otherwise we won't get to where I need to get to. We run the parenting course. Why? Because we need help to bring up our kids in these challenging times. Because there's just a sea of different views and different standards and different ideas. And yet God has had some ideas about this since time began. And we can help you. We're not going to tell you what to do, A, B, C, D. We're going to give you advice because the truth is every child is different. Every family is different. The dynamics are different. We understand that there is not one size fits all. But there are some principles that can help. And there is some experience. We've got some experience in the room that can say, hey, you know what? I, went so I didn't go through exactly the same thing, but I went through something similar. And... Uh, this is how God helped me. Maybe he can do the same for you. We run the money course, inviting God into the management of our resources. You say, well, what's that got to do with it? Well, to me, it's got everything to do with it. It's got everything to do with the quality of your life. How you, how you run your resources, how you manage the, the money that God has blessed you with. Because as anyone who has been in debt will tell you, debt will... Debt will Control your life. Control your emotions. Determine your decisions. And we want to help, as far as we're able, people to, to pass on blessing to the next generation. Yeah. 
We run an effective job search course to help people, um, to help equip people to find their best job. Why? These are just things to help you into your Monday, in your Monday to Saturday life. And they're there available. They are, these are opportunities to be disciples. Why? Because our lives will always preach louder than our words. Even if we're using the right words, our lives will, our lives will, lives will preach louder than those words. May God help my believing to impact my behaviour. One of the things that we're excited about this year, a couple of things actually, is that um, I had some concern for some time that, that we are seeing fewer and fewer people have a, a good biblical overview, a, a good overview understanding of the Scriptures. And uh, so this year we are... Uh, Launching, we are launching something called the Story of the Scriptures. Andy Copsey has been working on that. It's excellent. We're, we're, um, we're running a pilot of it right now, uh, getting it ready for you. But it's going to help us fully comprehend the Bible as a whole and discover how uh, the Scriptures relate to each other and how they point to Jesus. Very, very exciting. Yeah. And, uh, and we're going to offer that several times. That's part of our future. It's not just a one-off. It's part of our future. Um, this year, uh, Mark Ritchie um, uh, is going to be running his Evangelism Masterclass. Any of you who have a desire and, and passion uh, to be able to um, share the gospel... This man is an Ephesians 4 evangelistic anointing, been all over the world. He's at so many levels a rare breed. <laughs> and you can take that exactly how you want to. But he's a man of God with a phenomenal gift. And I want you, I want to, you to know that um, that class will be absolutely phenomenal. And it's happening this year. So we're called to go because the world needs to know about a saviour who loves them and can change their lives. Second part is to sow. Second Corinthians 9 verse 6 says, Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Galatians 6 verses 7 to 10 says, Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, we have opportunity let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Whenever we use these scriptures, particularly we church people, and probably uh, the, it's, it's, it's the church's fault to some degree, um, we always race to giving, you know, i.e. what money we're giving. And yet these scriptures are 
or more, more than that. Um, and, and, and I want to point us um, not so much to uh, money and giving. I want to point us to the way we live. Because the whole thing to do with sowing, it's about an attitude of generosity. It's about hope. When I sow, I'm believing for a future that I'm yet to experience. Let me say that again. When I sow, I'm believing for a future that I am yet to experience. That's why in our vision booklet, we talk about influencing tomorrow today. We are each empowered to reach and influence our own world. We build with future generations in mind. Together, we reach and influence communities, cities, and a nation. I believe. And we want to keep sowing into people's lives in hope that we're going to receive a harvest. Me also uh, just point to something. Um, this was, uh, I, I won't mention his name, uh, but it was, it was a great moment for me. Um, at the last recording of, our, of the service online, a young man uh, came to me. And uh, he said, oh, you know, like um, in the vision booklet, you talk about campuses. And he said, how's that going? This is a teenager. Uh, <clears throat> um, <laughs> yeah, how's that going? Well, I'm saying it because I just don't want to be silent, you know. I'm frustrated, um, in rightly or wrongly frustrated, that... We've not been able to get uh, to that part of my heart in, in seeing campuses. It's not only to see, because I believe that I want to see thousands of people find Jesus Christ yeah. as Lord and Savior. But I also want to uh, release hundreds of leaders. That's, that's part of my passion. It's part of my desire. And, you know, we've had a couple of challenges uh, over the years that maybe have inhibited in that, you know, um, we thank God for his blessing. But, you know, here we are. Um, we're in a rented facility, as many of you will know. And, uh, and you know, it's, it's, I'm frustrated to all of those who are sat in the overflow. I don't want you in the overflow. Thank you for coming. It's a joy to have you here, really. But, I, you know, I want us to be in a space where we can all be together. And uh, we are, I, I just want you to know we're on that. We're discussing it as a leadership team. We are trying to um, uh, just come with a very balanced approach. We understand that there is a, there's a time limit on the way we do things here. But I know that God has got us. And, uh, and, and uh, we, are, we are looking to him to give us some clarity in regard to what the next move on the board is. In the meantime, I'm very proud of you uh, for your ability to be flexible. Um, I know that some people are astonished. You know, we, we're here, we're at the Albert Hall, we're online, we're here, we're at the Albert Hall. You know, we, we move around and yet we just flex and pivot with all that so easily. 
And I just want to celebrate you. I want to celebrate your heart. I want to celebrate your attitude. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that. And, uh, and we, are, we are believing, we are believing uh, that God is going to open up some door for us, doors for us in the days going forward. But however, in the meantime, He is keeping us, He's blessing us, and He's helping us handle the space that we're in. So give a round of applause to yourself. That's absolutely amazing. See, the reality is we influence the future if we do something or we do nothing. So we are fully in planning to be intentional and to do something. And uh, just even in the way we live our lives, before our families, our co-workers, to some degree sowing, sowing the reality of how much Jesus is influencing our lives. Now, the creative team, you're going to get one of these as you... Uh, Leave today a little go so grow pack. In there is a seed, a seed of a sunflower. If you don't know what a sunflower is, I believe a picture is coming up on the screen right now. Absolutely. If your seed doesn't end up looking like that, you failed. <laughs> um, but that is, this seed is plantable. So I, I think uh, in Adventure Kids this morning, they're all, they're all going to come out with their... Um, little plant pots, so there'll be, there'll be no soil all over the place at all. But um, they, uh, they, we, and, and you can actually sow it, and it will actually grow. And if you are successful in growing it, we'd love you to take a, a photo of it, um, put it on Instagram, tag, uh, tag Heart Church UK. And so we're just looking for a sea of sunflowers. But it's, 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 it's a bit of fun. But the point is, it's also a visual representation of a reality that starts off with one seed, but produces a flower of many seeds. It, it shows the principle of multiplication. Uh, and, uh, you know, one of those little phrases that I've said over the years, it's not how many seeds are in the apple, it's how many orchards are in the seed. Think about that. And then finally, um, to grow, Second Peter 3 verse 18 says, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. To Him be glory both now and forever, amen. And Ephesians 4 in the message says this, no, no prolonged infancies among us, please. We will not tolerate babes in the woods, small children who are easy prey for predators. God wants us to grow up, to know the whole truth and tell it in love. Like Christ in everything. We take our lead from Christ, who is the source of everything we do. He keeps us in step with each other. His very breath and blood flow through us, nourishing us so that we will grow up healthy in God, robust in love. And, you know, we, we, I, believe, I believe in order to grow, and that's it, you know, we, we want to grow uh, again. It's much more, this is much more to me about how we grow in our faith as individuals um, I believe that the growth of the community will follow all that. But uh, I, it, to me, it's not about how wide things are, it's about how deep they go. In order for you to grow, you need to be planted. And I, I wrote this down, you know, question, are you here for a takeaway? Or are you here for a family meal? You can be eating the same thing, but your experience is completely different. 
We're not trying to build a church where you come for a takeaway, a, a drive-through experience. We're looking to build community. We're looking to build family. And I just believe that this is a, such an important thing. This is not a point in a message. It's got to become who we are. We need each other. In this day, in this age, more than ever before, we need each other. And what we prioritize will either take us closer to or further away from what God wants to us. And I've got, I've got a little bit of a, a challenge for us. I, I, think, I think we need to up our corporate prayer game. Like, I like it's always important, but it's, it's important. And I, listen, it's not always easy. It's not always convenient. I get it. We, we, we um, meet on Zoom every third Wednesday. We meet in person every uh, first Wednesday, or most, most. And we'll let you know if, if that's not happening. Uh, so that's Zoom in the morning and in person at night. And it's inconvenient. It might mean that you re need to rearrange your morning a little bit. Or it might mean that, you know, because we haven't got parking. It's not as easy as coming here. So you've got to park down the road and you've got to walk in. And, uh, and, and, and there's all those things that can work against it. And you're tired. And, and it's the end of the day. And uh, I'll go next time. And the thing is that next time I say I'll go next time. And I, I was always meaning to. But then we never get there. And I just want to encourage us that it's important for us to pray together. I mean, I, I just, I know it's obvious. I know it's obvious, but I just want to encourage us to make a, 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 a bit more effort. Even, even, if you made, even if you made half of them, even if you made a third of them, then, then things would already significantly change. And I know that you pray. And I know that you have environments to pray. But something happens yeah when the church prays. You know, we just prayed for those, uh, that, that young lady and, and that little girl now. You know, I just believe that when we pray like that, something happens. Why? Because the body of Christ coming together in faith brings change. And I, I'm, 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 this is not, it's, it's not a rebuke. It's to inspire you, to woo you, to say, guys, come on. You know, like we believe, we say we believe in prayer. If I went around, everyone would say, yeah, I believe in prayer. But there's just something happens when we do that together. And I want to encourage us in that. Are we all right? Yeah. That's good. The other thing I really want to encourage us in is, is in, in, in life groups. And I think that over the years, you know, we've, in order to build community, we've, our life groups have become whole different things. Some people, you know, have uh, cheese and wine evenings. Some people have go on walks. I don't know, some people do all kinds of other things. And, and that's awesome. And there are some other people who pray together and some people who want to get uh, around the word. So I want to explain. Our, our life group structure is, is it's easy access so that everyone can come on board as they want to. But we also want it to be very much environments where people can engage with the Bible, they can pray with one another, and also a place where we can grow and develop leaders. So we want, we want it to be a community, build family, so that we're not just a crowd on a Sunday, but we're a group of people who connect at other times in the week. 
And, uh, and we, we want to develop leaders. And I want to say, there are so many people in this room who could lead a life group. So many people. I know our tendency is to go, oh, not me, not me, not me. And, and you know, and maybe we're all waiting for better times. And yet, sometimes I, my experience in life is those better times are a long time coming. Sometimes we've got to do something in the meantime. And, you know, there are people in this room who could, who could lead a, a life group um, uh, once a month, twice a month, uh, maybe once a week. I mean, maybe that's a bit much, but I'm saying there are some people who would want to do that. And we want to make it as easily accessible. We've got more people who are wanting to join life groups than we've got leaders who will lead them. And, uh, you know, you say, oh, I don't know whether I could do it on my own, but maybe I could do it with somebody else. Great. <laughs> we'll pair you up with somebody else. You know, it's... We, we've made it easier in the past where we've, like, caught in life group hosts, you know, where, like, oh, yeah, I can do that. I can have people in my home. I can make a cup of tea. And, but we're also looking to help you and facilitate you. We're not leaving you out there. Like, listen, I've done it. And that we, years ago, uh, you know, I led house groups uh, uh, on, on a Thursday night. That was, that was house group night, as we used to call them, uh, on a Thursday night. And, you know, you've barely thought about house group until Thursday tea time. <laughs> and now you are praying. <laughs> oh, God, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. But you know what? I'll be honest with you. Every time, it, it was like the Spirit of God helped us find a, 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 route, a route through through that. And if he didn't, we just had a cup of tea and a biscuit and we had a great time <laughs> that way. But what I'm saying is, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Give yourself permission to give it a go. We've got people here to help you, to train you, to equip you. And, 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 and you know what? You will grow in and through the experience because you're more than just what you are at work. There's a spiritual woman there. There's a spiritual man there that we're wanting to call out of you. So we're going to go, we're going to sow, and we're going to grow. As I said, I'm going to talk a little bit more about that next week. And um, so um, my time's already gone, but I'm just going to finish with a couple of things. Because I can So, um, a little bit of a statement. In recognition of... Uh, I'm making a statement about me, so that's a really bit difficult. Don't worry, it's okay. In recognition of a decade of leading this church, the trustees on behalf of Heart Church have generously gifted me a three-month paid sabbatical from the middle of September to the end of the year. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. Um, it's, my, it's the first one. It's the first one I've had. A, a sabbatical, for those of you who don't know, is basically, it's a leave of absence based on Leviticus 25, where Jews were commanded to leave the land to rest every seven years. And uh, so it's a period of rest, recreation, and spiritual replenishment. Back in 2019... Uh, to celebrate three decades of full-time ministry, there was a trip gifted to my late wife and myself, um, which couldn't happen due to the pandemic. Uh, 
And uh, I, just to clear that up, this sabbatical replaces that. And I just want to express my deep gratitude. Thank you very, very much. In conclusion, one of those little quotes I learned when I was a young Christian was a quote from a missionary called C.T. Studd, which was this, some long to live within the sound of church and chapel bell, but I long to run a rescue shop within a yard of hell. I believe it as much today as I did it, as I did as a 19-year-old. Which incidentally, yesterday, last night, it was 40 years wow. since I made the decision to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And I gathered my, my children and my children's children to give thanks to God. Because the decision I made that night meant that they were in the room. And without that decision, they wouldn't be there. My sister was also there and she, she was around obviously, but she also came to the Lord as, as I came to the Lord. You know, rescue is only part of the story. Recovery and restoration are also part of the deal. Beauty for ashes, joy for mourning, praise for despair. We're here to see broken people find hope, find rescue, find recovery and restoration. And I'm here 40 years later I've been through some rocky times, ups and downs like you would not believe. But Jesus is faithful. And the road is not always easy. Don't let anyone kid you otherwise. Come to Jesus and everything will be all right. Mm. Uh -uh. Ultimately, yes. But come to Jesus and will everything be blessed? And I just want to stand here today and give thanks to God that 40 years on, He took hold of my life, a very broken, messed up man who had never been uh, in, in, in a church and, and, and God transformed my life. And I'm here to declare 44 decades on, it works, guys. The gospel of Jesus Christ works and what worked for me will work for you it will work for your family, your marriage, your children. It works, it works, it works. It won't always be easy, but it works. And that is Vision Sunday 2023. Love you guys. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed this message. To find out more about Heart Church, visit heart.church. Be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Thanks for listening and have a blessed week.